Welcome to Ag Future presented by Alltech. Join us from the 2022 Alltech One Conference as we explore opportunities within agri-food, business, and beyond. Dr. Thomas Faruja is the CEO of Betabugs Limited, based in Edinburgh, Scotland. He founded Betabugs after identifying an opportunity for improved genetics in the rapidly developing insect farming industry. I'm Tom Martin, and I'd like to welcome you, Dr. Faruja, to this episode of the Alltech Ag Future podcast series. Thank you, Tom. Happy to be here. And I have so many questions for you. Uh, first, where do you find yourself in this tension between, you know, the, the human aversion to insects versus the potential of insect protein production in the food chain? With humans, there's going to be a yuck factor. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that's perfectly okay. And we will see insect protein in human food. I think you just might not be eating cricket straight off a plate. It'll be ground down, milled, and included in as a protein ingredient in your foods. But what we also see is, and that's what we call the insects as food industry, what we also see is the insects as feed industry, which I'd say makes the larger component of the insect farming sector. And that's where the insects still get milled and ground down, but they get used as a protein source in pig, fish, and chicken feed. And uh, when you think about it, it's quite natural for fish to eat bugs, when you look at a the trout, they will grab fish. Uh, they'll go and eat bugs. And similarly with chickens, they're grubbing around the on farm. So that's a, a very good place to be putting insect protein. And so what are the nutritional benefits? In terms of nutritional, so uh, you've got a very high protein content. So it's comparable, and depending on how you process it and what you grow the bugs on, it can be comparable to soy and fish meal and sometimes outstripping in terms of performance there. You're looking at around uh, a 40% uh, dry protein content in the, in the bugs once you've, once you've ground them down. And you, you also have the fat, which has some benefits as well. Is it a, a highly sustainable industry? It's very sustainable in terms of when you think about how the bugs are being grown and uh, the process of production. So what you've got is the main insects, for example, is black soldier fly. There's also mealworms for the insects as feed industry. And they can be grown on, say, food, what you could call it food waste. It's also agricultural co-products. And that means you've got something which might not have had a use, which might have had to go to the landfill and would generate carbon dioxide. And you're just using that up. So there's no emissions there. And the other bit about this, which makes it really sustainable, is no transport. You can, you can basically produce locally. And uh, that means you're re re reinforcing your agri-food supply chain. What kinds of insects do you use in this industry? Insects as feed is characterized primarily by black soldier fly and the black soldier fly larvae. And the larvae are basically really big grubs which eat anything. And then you've got mealworms, which become beetles. And the mealworm, again, is the, the stage which eats a range of things and then gets ground down into the protein. When you look at food, it's a bit broader. I'd say you've got mealworms, uh, there's crickets, and then there's a whole bunch which are still on the, I'd say, scaling up journey or being developed. And I'd say black soldier fly would probably also cross over into human food in given time. So uh, is the black soldier fly like the Angus beef of the beef world? 
Yeah, I'd say it's uh, it's the it's the main it's the main component of the insects' feed industry, and I think the reason for it is it's a bit more versatile in terms of what can be grown on. It's farmed internationally, so you can go to. I mean, as we're from the UK, it's being farmed there. It's being farmed in Europe. You go to South America, same Africa, Asia. The difference is it's grown on different things. Uh, in some cases, in Asia, it's grown on tofu waste. In Europe, it's being grown on brewers' grains. Hmm. And it's it just adapts really well and it performs. So on a scale of one to five, okay. with five representing a world that widely relies on insect protein for sustenance, mm -hmm. where do you place the insect farming industry right now? Uh, if I could go decimal points, I think I'd err towards <laughs> three and a half to four. Uh, the, the reason is I, insect farming is happening. Mm -hmm. it's, it's no longer, you know, something... Uh, where people just talk about it. It's happening, it's happening at scale. We just need more scale uh, for it to be really, become a player in the agri-food industry. And when I say scale, it means thousands, if not, well, it needs to be hundreds of thousands of tons a year of insect protein. And that's the scale where agri-food uh, will use it. So where do beta bugs and genetics fit into the industry's supply chain? So we're we're developer and distributor of black soldier fly breeds. So uh, we're a genetics company. That means we're further upstream in the supply chain. And what we're all about is making a better insect. So we make a better black soldier fly, which grows bigger, faster, lays more eggs, better survivability. And that means the farmer uh, can do more uh, with, with the bugs. And uh, so basically it's upstream. Uh, so classical genetics play, when you look at it, every other industry has a genetics company, at least one, usually two, and they all create massive impact in their supply chain. So I take it you're in business, you have clients. Mm -hmm. How are they using your so, insect product? So effectively, what we're seeing are clients who are wanting to diversify, and this is really interesting actually, Tom, it's, you've got the insect farms already, which is great. You know, these are the guys who've been trailblazing and setting up uh, the scale but now we're seeing other players in the agri-food industry looking at this and saying, I can get in and I can be part of this. And so what we're seeing is customers who are taking those steps into becoming uh, commercial producers of black soldier fly. So what has to happen in the marketplace if the insect industry is to reach its full potential? What we need to see there is scale. Uh, we need to see so larger, larger amounts being produced. We need to see, I'd say, professionalizing in terms of being able to work to standards for the feed industry. And uh, apart from scale, it needs to be consistent outputs. Uh, so we can't just have a flux. And this is one of the things in our industry is the operator's a waste processor where you receive everything in and you try and make a consistent product or do you co-locate next to a really big substrate stream and just use that and have a very consistent product. So that's one of the kind of the tensions I'd say as to what you do. So consistency, scale, and I'm a bit biased, but genetics, because <laughs> genetics is what allows you to get even further. Well, let's talk about genetics. How, how are genetics improving and what difference comes as a result of progress? So what we do at uh, Beta Bugs is run a breeding program for black soldier fly. And we're, we're selecting the top performers for things like larval mass, so how big do they get, how fast do they grow, so development time, survivability, and then also just how many eggs do they lay. And what that means is a producer will be able to produce more protein per unit time out of a facility. 
And we've been running that for a period of time now, and we are seeing gains. And the, the really interesting bit about black soldier fly is it's a short life cycle. And you can squeeze a lot of gain in a short amount of time. I mean, plant breeders must be envious because they do, what, a crop, a crop cycle a year? We're doing in the range of 8 to 10. Wow. So tell us about your relationship with the Roslyn Institute. So Roslyn Institute goes back a bit now. It's, uh, I, moved up, I moved the company up uh, back to Scotland because it's, the Roslyn Institute is basically a world leader in animal genetics. And they, they were the guys behind Dolly the Sheep. And uh, we just had to be on that campus to be able to work with them. So what we did was we set up a relationship and developed a collaboration where we worked up the breeding program work uh, collaboratively. So we basically brought them along with us on the journey into a new frontier for them, which is insect protein. And we've been able to progress our relationship even further. So uh, through, through a number of mechanisms and uh, basically it's just been able, allowed us to build up that breeding program further and really leverage the expertise. Well, this has really been fascinating, Thomas, and, and uh, we look forward to following your progress. Uh, just one question. Mm -hmm. If I eat bug protein, yep. if, I, if I involve that in my diet, what am I? I'm, I'm not a vegetarian. I'm not a carnivore. What am I? Uh, an entivore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think, well, that's what ento, ento's bugs. But I, I, I classically, I'd frame it into still, it would still be a, a carnivore approach. Uh -huh. It's... Uh, but the bugs are eaten already. It's, and I think it, it, can, it is something that we, we do eat. And that there's no issues there, per se. It's, uh, it will be an alternative source of protein. And uh, I really like to think, uh, maybe just something to close off with, when you watch Blade Runner 2049, and the opening scene is just an insect farm, you know, and it, it just is. It's, you know, it's a part of the day-to-day. -day. Uh -huh. In the same way, we have a crop of barley, a chicken farm or pig farm, whatever, there's just going to be an insect farm. And I think that's where we're going to be. You know, it's, it's kind of uh, funny, isn't it, that, that we think nothing of shrimp yes, or exactly. lobsters, and that's basically what we're consuming. Yeah, it's, it's crustaceans, arthropods, uh, they're all very similar. And I, one thing uh, which we keep in mind as well, you know, sushi. Mm -hmm. Everyone, there was a period where sushi, people were like, whoa, what's sushi? Yeah. And now it's just something you just pick up. You can pick it up from the supermarket. And uh, I think bugs is going to be the same way. And that kind of come full circle there, really, Tom, where that's kind of how I got in because I'd see shrimps in the shop. And I think, you know, shrimp, well, in the UK, 10 pound, 12 pound a kilo. And I look at the bugs and the bugs would be going for 40, 50 pound a kilo. I'm like, can't have that. We need to have it cheaper <laughs> uh, to be able to access it in the same way we access shrimp. Uh -huh. And again, genetics enables you to bring that price down. Brilliant. Dr. Thomas Ferugia, CEO of Beta Bugs Limited, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. I'm Tom Martin for the Alltech Ag Future podcast series. Thank you for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to Ag Future wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs>